A hundred years ago, the dark wizard Hollowell raised an army and tried to conquer the world. He was stopped by an unlikely hero, Sheriff Asip Stormwood. As Hollowell died, he prophesied that he would be reborn twice more and rise again. Stormwood looked him in the eye and said if Hollowell did, his descendants would strike him down. Sheriff Asip Stormwood went on to form Stormwood and Associates to make sure they'd be ready for Hollowell's returns. A private detective, security, and federally licensed magic users agency. Twenty-five years ago, Hollowell returned for the first time, and a Stormwood made good on Asip's promise. But the third coming of Hollowell may not be so far in the future. But the young Raz Stormwood just might know it's coming, and she plans to be ready. Previously on Stormwood and Associates, Beryl Mackay of the ARC team entered the offices and slapped down a coin with Hollowell's symbol on the desk and said he needed Raz's help. It turns out that this is actually the symbol of the Order of Greyhaven, a secret society that Hollowell was a member of and one of its leaders. Now, Beryl Mackay has an opportunity to, using Kel, who happens to resemble a member of the Order, to infiltrate a big auction of something. I don't know. It's unimportant of what the thing is. The important thing is is that this is at uh, the headquarters on the West Coast for the Order, and uh, it, they can get a hold of the membership rolls if they can get in. Unfortunately, one coin isn't enough for everyone, so the team needed to steal a second, and they'd seen one of these before, of course, way back on that Piper guy in the first arc. Unfortunately, that's in police evidence, so the team has had to go steal the coin from police evidence. And uh, while Raz and Mara are distracting the clerk, Babbitt's gone and broken in, and he's got the coin, but uh, he's emerging from a vent in the women's bathroom. And, well, turns out it's not so empty. So the... The bad news is that there is someone in the bathroom. There is an elven woman and uh, the, an elven police w officer is in the bathroom. She is. And uh, the, the worst news is that she is staring right at you as you emerge from the ceiling. Well, these repairs seem to be uh, going quite well. The hell are you? I'm. I'm working on the on the on the the, the ducts. D did they not? Did they not tape off the bathroom? Oh my god! I am so sorry. This this bathroom was meant to be taped off. I. Oh my god. Are you are you attempting to bullshit right now? I'm attempting to bullshit. All right. Let me just double check the. Yeah. Okay. Just sweet move point. I'm not going to make you vote. We're not going to have to vote on that. Yeah. Um. F fine. Just make sure your paperwork is in. And next time, just close the room off yourself. The door locks. Yeah, I, I am. I am very sorry. I, I, I really am. Truly sorry. Um, this won't happen again. So you're going to drop out and leave the bathroom? Yep. Don't 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 forget your super to you have your supervisor sign off on it. 
right. Yep, I'll have. If there's a problem, they can solve it. If you need to find someone, they can do it. Stormwood and Associates is a detective, security, and federally licensed magic users agency. If you need help, they'll be there. But don't get in their way, or else you'll get caught in the eye of the storm. Okay, look, I'm, 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 this is, this is Mara again, yelling at the desk clerk. I, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to go back and I'm going to go talk to my sergeant and he's going to come down here. He's going to have your head. Did she just threaten me? What are you doing? Why did you do that part? It was going good I'm until gonna, the murder part. Gonna... Okay, leaving now. Okay, I'm I'm coming back. She just, Mara just turns around and starts walking to the door. Oh my god! I'm, so I'm following. <laughs> good. Silent <laughs> muscly partner. <laughs> All right, and you guys successfully get back to the SUV. You guys, uh, you hear over your comms. You guys, uh, kind of, it's really weird when you do this stuff without me. That's just, that was, that was weird. Bill starts driving. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I'm glad I was able to help, though. I'm pretty happy. You, you did nothing. I gave them Ligma! <laughs> it's such a dumb joke and it keeps making me laugh. <laughs> Alright, you guys safely navigate the streets of San Ricardo and get back to the office. Well, you've successfully robbed the police department. Aren't we all proud of ourselves? All cops are bastards. It's okay. I mean, <laughs> eh. I mean, we have friends on the police force. We have, you know, acquaintances on the police force. I mean, friends is a really strong. Maybe you have friends on the police force. I, 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 don't, I wouldn't call them friends. We have known Captain Jim Johnson for a long time. He is a good man. He is a good friend. And, he, is and he makes a hell of a sandwich. And he has a very lovely mustache. It's like a walrus. Only like thin. Ah. 
He is one of the few cops I really do trust. Yeah, whatever. All right. So, Barrow and NK are still kind of sitting there. All right, so we're going to need to split up into two teams. One group to be with the fixer. The other, we're going to have to make up a story because none of you resemble that Piper bloke. Also, he's very publicly in prison. For, you know, murdering my friend. I mean, at least he's in prison. That's that's a small win. Sometimes you gotta take the... I'm not gonna talk anymore. Well, I mean, the good news is, is that a lot of the members of the Order of Greyhaven... Don't know what he don't know what they look like. So as long as whoever we just need to make sure that the person who's supposed to be the coin holder looks posh enough to pull it off. And as long as they don't answer any questions while there. Barrow's kind of shrugs. There's a chance no one will see. The Fixer's a big enough name in the Order. We're all eyes should fall on him when we get there. So it should draw any attention off of any other guests. Right? Right. Why do you do that? Why do you make fun of the way I speak? I want to be like you. It's... You, you, <laughs> or me. We are each other. You have your own unique individuality, which makes you an asset to the team different than me. If we were the same, we would not be as useful as counterparts in an ensemble. Whatever you say, buddy. Is he serious? Why are you, why are you like this? Like, at least why today? You're, you're making us look bad in front of Barrel Mackay. very friendly person. <laughs> right. Oh, me? I, I, I just do magic. And occasionally I do cool things. Sometimes. I mostly just incinerate people. I mean, here. We need to fix... So obviously, Kel and I are together. Right. How many of us are there? Think about how many of you guys are there. There's so many people on this team, and I am so many of them. All right. So me and Cal are on team one. Who can pull off being posh enough, and at least convincingly not talk a lot to lead the other team? <laughs> not it. Yeah, not him. <laughs> you, you look like, you look like, I don't understand. Like you, how does one exist with that many wrinkles in a shirt? Like just 
tumble drawing. It should eliminate most of that. How do you... Is that... Is that a yogurt stain? It... it it's a very... Maybe. I'm gonna go with the solid maybe. And no offense to you, Babbitt. This is... These guys are a little bit racist. And so while right. a lot of them will have goblins in their entourage, I don't think there are any goblin members. Okay. It's not it's not me, it's I just I've there aren't any dwarves either. I think it's mostly just humans and elves. It's usually mostly just humans and elves. Yeah, I know. It's look, I'm not I understand I'm coming from a place of privilege here and I don't but like you know, I wouldn't like there's no orcs there either, no gnomes. It's it's really quite racist. So, Raz? I'd say, boss, I think you're our best candidate. Yeah. Well, I mean, the good news is, is that you don't have to, like, speak. Yeah. I mean... So, Raz yeah. is on Team 2. Team 1's got me and Kelp. Team 2's got Raz. How are we going to divide this up? Who's sneaky? I'm sneaky. Alright, you should be with Raz. I'm with Raz. Now, I want to say... It's tough here. Well, I'm magically inclined, and... You know... Right, right. I, I can I can wash out the yogurt stains. Right? I, I, well, I, I, I can look presentable. Well, I hope so. I mean, you know. All right. So, me and Kel, and I'll take NK because she knows my rhythms. Well, I did. I mean, I, I feel it's like... Kind of it's, I can tell when he wants to run away. That's pretty much it. It's it's fine. I'll go with you, boss. Oh. Okay. Clearly, I'm, I'm very useful for... Um... Mara just kind of looks at him, at you, Bill. Yeah, uh, Bill and I will go with Raz. Yeah, but I'll, we'll go with the boss, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be good to have two magic users. Yeah. Hehe, <laughs> magic buddies. Uh-huh. Real pick-me-up, you know that? I think that's everybody. That is everybody. All right, so we got two coins, and we need to make Raz look like she belongs in our society. You know what that means. Makeover montage. Makeover! He throws his hands up in the air. You are not the person I expected to be excited about this.
what he is. <laughs> okay, so so like we do the thing with the where she comes out and we shake our heads, and then she comes out and she, we shake our heads, and we, she comes out. And we go like, yeah. Probably using the the office that Mara's living in because yes, there's no capacity to any of it. I mean, you know, as as Raz tries on outfits, you know, I mean, it's like we just need her to be like, you know, look good, be quiet, and then help with the breaking. You know, it's it's not like she's got a schmooze. She'll be the kind of person whose people talk for her. It's much workable. Uh, that that is super doable. Yeah. Absolutely. Fashion. What what do you eventually emerge in, Raz? It'd be really funny if um she was like in this like slinky like sequin like red dress like Jessica Rabbit esque okay. type of thing, but she still can like hide all her like weapons and supplies in there. Okay. And, uh, boss, um, may I recommend one thing here? Mm. A wig? Your hair's kind of recognizable. No shit. And, uh, I recommend a wig. <laughs> we got some wig yeah. nets. We got some, don't tell me, don't ask me where I got these things or why I have them or what I do on Saturday nights. No, you're a <laughs> Cal, you don't have to hide it from me. Yeah, cosplay. That's what I'm doing on Saturday nights in San Mercado. Alright. Uh, yes, of course she's going to wear a wig. Yeah. So what you want here? You want short? You want long? You want my share wig? I mean, it's great, but... Uh, no, I think she's going to go for um, a brunette... I was going to say a bob, but that's not going to go very well with the kind of dress she's wearing. Um, I could get real technical and just be like, oh, an Arda Ferrari in, like, Spanish brown. My wigs are nicer than Arda wigs. Shots fired. Uh, are great cosplay wigs, but let's face it, they're not necessarily meant to look like the most realistic wigs. They're not priced like you know, actual hair wigs. They're yeah. synthetics. They're, I know. They're reasonably... But I'm, I'm just clarifying for the listeners that I'm not hating on Arda. They are priced well for the type of artificial wigs that they are. Kel just... He bought a fleet of SUVs for the company. You think he didn't have really expensive wigs? Well, I have no right? doubt. I'm just going <laughs> to like, this is what it looks like in your brain and to the listeners if they want to look it up. You know, and get a visual reference for what the okay. wig kind of looks like. Okay. 
So yeah. A brunette bombshell in a red slinky sparkly dress. Fun. I'm assuming your grappling hook gun is going to be hidden somehow. Oh yeah. Probably in the cleavage. <laughs> Ow! It's a grappling hook. Your boobs are squishy. No, but grappling hooks are sharp. <laughs> and arch backwards into themselves. Where else is she going to hide? Well, how it long the is the wig? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, screw the long, beautiful, flowing, like, waves. It's a big beehive. <laughs> well, no, I was saying, like, strapped to her back where the hair covers it. I wasn't thinking very long. I was thinking, okay. like, maybe. Then, you know what? She'll have a purse. A comically tiny purse. Just big enough for a grappling hook gun. Yes. <laughs> You're making it perfectly clear that I will need that. No, I just figured you always like to have it. I do. I have no idea what you're going to need, but I figure... Uh, I mean, I know what the house is going to be like. I just don't ha have any idea how you guys are going to choose to do this yet. If I can Kim Possible my way around things, I'm going to do it. Yeah, there is a... There is geography where it could be useful if you choose to do things certain ways. That's what I'm going to say. It's also entirely possible that you could do this entire thing without using it once. I just, you know... I mm. like you to have choices. Sometimes I am good at making choices. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay, I have wine now. I will be better at role play. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. So, we are headed to the fancy place. Babbitt's in a nice white tuxedo. Yes, what are you all going to wear? Uh, Bill has uh, Bill has found one of his uh, uh, cleaner outfits and uh, it, it looks a little it, it's definitely cleaner than what he normally wears. There is a bow tie now. And suspenders. He really thinks that makes him look cool. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Barrow is changed into a black tuxedo, um, as has Kel. Um, Mara's in a uh, golden white dress um, with kind of a little jacket and is wearing her white gloves with the symbols on it and the silver-tipped fingers. Um, NK is in a well-tailored suit. What fake name are we going with? Yeah. Yeah, we need, yeah, you guys need a fake name. That's uh Ra what do we want to call Raz. Uh Well, I mean, in theory, we don't want to give any name. Right? But if we have to, Starstruck Bombadil. I don't know anything. He's a he's a weird people. I mean, yeah. I mean, these, we could, these are going to be some nasty folks we're dealing with. 
I don't know. Let's, um, since we're using Piper's coin, let's make it uh, Annabelle Piper. Claim she's his wife. All right. Ooh, I like it. And do. That's literally just the first thing that popped into my head. <laughs> I'm going to write that down. <laughs> I will forget that. Because this may take more than one session. Alright, so we're going to want to take two cars, obviously, as we are pretending to be two different people. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are normally two different people. Because that is how humanity works along with all other sentient races that each person is its own individual and not to be confused with another. You're, you're doing it again. That is how sentience works, yes. This is getting really... You're doing it again. Explain things to yourself stop. a lot, don't boss, you? Boss, stop doing it. Oh, it's fine. Does he do this often? He does this all the time. We... I, I mean, I know. It's just... I thought he was. it was just like a thing. Like a... This is... This is what he's like. Like, maybe he was it's doing fine. it to just throw Boss, us off. It's fine that you're like this. It's just sometimes, sometimes it's a little too much. And, no, it, I'll understand. I'll, I'll, I mean, does anyone really... You're doing it again? Oh, so. All right. So. So we came, though, over an NK's car and points to a little red hatchback that's parked in your parking garage. Uh, uh, can, can we borrow one of your SUVs? Yeah, I think it'd be fine if we each took one. Alright. Alright, so... Barrow. NK takes the keys for one of the SUVs and uh, Barrow and Kel get into it. And... Uh, I'm assuming the four of you are getting into the other one. Mm-hmm. I'm, assume, yep. I'm assuming that Babbitt's driving. Babbitt is driving. Because he's yep. a driver. <laughs> he's his current archetype. All right. Mara gets in the back seat. I get in the back seat. Yep. Bill, I'm assuming you're getting in the front. Yep. Uh, so we drive off to this estate uh, because we have it should be clear that earlier when all of our characters suited up that we had fast forwarded to the evening of the thing all right. magic. TV magic except it's not really TV mm-hmm <laughs> But it's using the trappings like it is. Do, 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 do. All right. So, your cars approach a large manor estate outside of in outside San Ricardo, not far from the mountains. The uh, the building. Is it's a large, it's two stories. 
it's good size, but it's uh, it looks like a, it's an older architecture. It's uh, over the the central entrance. The drive goes up to the entrance, and centers four large uh, stone pillars. This place is old and does not look like it should be earthquake proof. Like this looks like the kind of structure that should have been taken out by an earthquake a long time ago. You can assume there's something magical holding it together. Oh. There, okay. There are a number of. Yeah, I don't know if you want to detect spooky, Bill. I I do want to. This entire I... place has arcane energy laced throughout every stone. Oh, fun. Okay. This is good. This is fine. Um, as as vehicles are pulling up and elegantly dressed people are exiting cars and giving the keys to the valet who are taking vehicles and, and parking them. Kells and uh, Barrow and NK's car goes up before yours as they step out and the valet drives that SUV away as the three of them enter. Kel holds up his uh, holds holds up the coin to the person at the door, and he's allowed. And their group is allowed in. You pull up to the valet. Oh boy. Okay. A young man opens the. the a, Two, two men, one on each side of the car, open your doors. The one on the driver's side holds out his hand expectantly at uh, Babbitt. I hand him the keys. All right. Mara disembarks from the car. As do I. I'm assuming Babbitt does. Babbitt and Bill do as well? Yes. Yep. All right. You, you get out of the car. The car, uh, the valets take the car. And they hand you a ticket. Um, Babbitt, before they go, with a number, obviously, to, you know, get this thing back. Of course. And you are standing outside this grand manor house. There is, uh, there, so the people who that uh, Kel showed the coin to, there are, Two large men um, in suits with earpieces and dark sunglasses standing on either side of the entrance. Uh, okay, uh, everyone be cool. <laughs> I'm going to walk on everyone up. Everyone be cool. Show them my coin. They nod. We walk. enter. Pass off through. All right. You guys enter the house. You come in. So the the entrance of the, the room is kind of a an entrance hall where there are quite a few people standing, uh, walking around. There's a staircase that goes upstairs to your left. And there is like a couple of doors to the right, and then there are there are doorways that lead to a ballroom, um, a, like a, a great hall and ballroom in front of you. Um, you can see people milling around. Um, 
the the entrance so the there there's a staircase going upstairs but there are a couple of um armed guards standing at the base of that staircase and while the guys outside were just in suits and and looking normally the uh the, the guards at the base of the stairwell have like are openly like holding like guns Mara just kind of glances at uh, the two guys and, and looks at you, Raz, and says, So, I think what we want is supposed to be upstairs. Sounds good. And I'm up. Hmm? Right, so you're going to try to go upstairs? Yes. Fun. Okay, so as you approach the stairwell, the... Uh, the uh, the the guards at the base of the stairs just kind of get in front of you. No one is allowed upstairs. My apologies. Just kind I just of, thought the back. Yeah, you, he's just stone faced and wearing sunglasses, so you don't know what his reaction is. But he just stands there. Okay. Um. Then I'm going to clasp Mara on the shoulder and say, come, darling, let's find some drinks. Okay. Away from the stairs. Elsewhere. It's going in yep. a direction I didn't expect, but I'm okay with that. Alright. Um. <laughs> Alright, so most of the guests are filtering into the ballroom. There are a good number. This is a huge room. The this uh this entire area is just like it is a grand chandeliers there's like gilding on the walls um there are a row of there are a row of glass doors that open up to what looks like a terrace outside where you can see more people outside on the terrace um and this is you know it's uh it's it's mostly just seems like a fancy a very fancy party Cool. There are servants with, um, with glasses of uh, wine. There are uh, expensive hors d'oeuvres that I'm not going to bother describing, but they're there. Um, probably some crab cakes. Uh, Don't worry, I'm gonna eat them. <laughs> and you can see that uh, Barrow and NK and Kel are kind of off in the corner attempting to look non-conspicuous. Kel is sweating slightly, but, you know, he's fine. He's Kel. Um, Braz, roll me a d10. Four. Alright, you don't notice anything yet? Nope. I'm going to say, Bill, roll me a d10. Oh, boy. Dude. Four. All right. And can I get one from uh, from Babbitt also? Five. Babbitt? Yes. You, this, the, the good news is that this is a roll to see if you notice something, not whether or not you get noticed. So, uh relax but uh you spot someone who looks a little familiar off in the corner like on the opposite end of the room from where 
Kellis, you don't think he's seen you, but you see Royce. Royce? Yeah. <clears throat> From the town of Phoebe adventure. For right. those yeah. listeners who yep. may not remember Royce. Ms. Piper. He whispers, there's a Mr. Royce over there. A Mr. What? Mara just kind of looks, what, who? Who's, 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 who's Royce? Someone in desperate need of getting immolated. Calm down, Mortimer. Don't immolate. Is he someone who could recognize you? Uh, You could say we had a bit of an encounter. And he might be more than somewhat responsible for the death of my piece of crap brother. Awesome. It really... Maybe you shouldn't be in this room. What am I going to do if I'm just, just going to be like some awkward, hey, I'm just going to hang out outside the fancy party eating. I, I'm not actually sure what's in this, but I've been eating like five of them now. Those are quiches. Oh, well, it's good. I like it. They're good. The spinach ones are great. But so he's not going to recognize me and he's not going to recognize Raz, even if he's met her because she's in disguise. But is he going to recognize you? I mean, come to think of it, very likely. What with the whole... Yeah. So we're in the ballroom. Maybe go to the terrace. Maybe go back into the entry hall. Maybe don't stand out in the open. Yeah, I'm going to go avoid, like, his sight for, like, the next few hours. And hope that maybe we can immolate him later. The whole point of this job is that we get out without, like, getting noticed. The whole point of my life is getting revenge for uh, for what happened to my... Look at you. Moral high ground. I'm gonna go somewhere where I won't cause a scene. Alright, where are you gonna go? I'm wandering over to the terrace. Alright, so, um, so he's, okay, so you are standing right now, the, there are entrances to the terrace all along the, the wall, the, the far wall from the entrance. He's standing towards the terrace, but at the left, so are you going to go, obviously, over to the right, over to where Kel and Barrow are? Uh, yeah, yeah. Alright, roll me a d10. Uh. Five. You're fine. He rolled a one. You would have had to have rolled a one for him to see you. But, so, oh, thank uh, God. Uh, so you make it out onto the terrace. Bill? Roll yes. Oh, boy. Two. Yeah, you don't see anything. You're fine. Um... <laughs> Babbitt, what are you doing right now? Um, I think I'm gonna try to go over with Babbitt or with with Bill. Okay, you're gonna go onto the terrace. Yeah. Right, just roll me a d10. Uh, five. You're fine. <laughs> He's yeah. Rolling. He was rolling badly. All right, so you 
You both make it out onto the terrace. Babbitt, roll me a d10. Seven. Babbitt, you notice, like, because there are a lot of people here, you do notice um, kind of a familiar-looking face out in the distance in the crowd. Captain Jim Johnson. Really? Really. Oh. <clears throat> Are you going to relay this information to your team? I am. Hey, um, Ms. Piper, uh, you know how you were saying that there's, you know, Mr. Mr. Uh, Jim Johnson is one of the only police officers you really trust? Mm-hmm. I'm looking at him right now. You what? He's Where? here. He's here. He's here on the terrace. Jim, Jim is here. I can't. He's here. Boss, what's going on? I don't know. My name is Trey Dorn, and I was your game master for this session. Joining me, as always, was Kyle Johnson as Babbitt, Nick Izumi as Bill, and Gen Proc as Raz Stormwood. Stormwood and Associates is a production of Nerd and Tie. You can find more information at nerdandtie.com slash stormwood. You can also find us on social media at Nerd and Tie on Twitter, nerdandtie.tumblr.com, and facebook.com slash nerdandtie. This podcast can be subscribed to on anywhere that major podcasts are found, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and uh, quite a few other places, and anywhere that takes an RSS feed as well. To be continued.